What's up, y'all, and welcome into today's episode of Forte Catholic. I'm so glad that you found us today. Boy, do we have a good show for you. The good old, this is the B episode. So we've got Bearded Blevins. Yes, I did those uh, plosives on purpose. Plosives on purpose. The Bearded Blevins episode on business, busyness, burning bush. That's what we talk about today. We also bring back for the second time our new game that people seem to enjoy called Punishment Fits the Crime, where we take turns being fake penitents to fake priests, where we give strange and unusual um, confessions and we get strange and unusual penances all to hopefully encourage you to go to a real confession. Um, but yeah, this whole episode is just about things that we miss right in front of us. Um, so I hope that you enjoy it. Speaking of missing things right in front of you, there's that subscribe button. Whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening wherever you listen to podcasts, there's that subscribe button that you may or may not have pressed already. It's right in front of you. Don't miss it. That's the theme of today's show. Hit subscribe if you enjoy today's show. Also, as mentioned here in just a few moments in the first segment, we just celebrated mine, Taylor's Roll, 32nd birthday. So excited. We did a big fundraiser for Forte Catholic in honor of my birthday to help replace that computer that I'm currently recording on now because it's on its last leg. So if you would like to donate to uh, support our nonprofit and primarily right now to help us buy a new computer to do all of our recording, all of our editing, we would really appreciate it. All of the donations are tax deductible. Uh, so go head on over to ForteCatholic.com slash donate to give a one-time donation towards the computer. Or if you'd like to become one of our monthly supporters, we would love that too, to help take care of our day in and day out costs. Guy, guys, I was, I, was, I was trying to say God bless and guys. So I was like, guy, uh, don't worry. I'll mispronounce other words in other segments later. Uh, so God and guys, enjoy today's show. What's up? And welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Jonathan Brene Brown Blevins. How are you, Jonathan? You, it's Lene, dude. Oh, you told me not Renee. No, I said Brene. I put Brene Brown's name in the middle of your name. I thought it was funny alliteration. <laughs> it is funny. How's it going, man? I'm, dude, I am doing. Uh, I'm gonna lie. I'm doing great, man. How are you? <laughs> oh, I I am doing very well. Uh, I love you. Look good, man. I don't. And I, I figured it out finally. I was thinking it for the last five minutes pre-show, and then I realized at the very end before we went live that it's your uh, AirPods. You look good. Yeah, thank you. This is all because. So I have, you know, I, I come from the editing world. Like I was editing people before I was ever the person in front of a microphone, right? So I've always had like the editing headphones and all these things. And then our good friend Allison Sullivan, who we announced last week, it, it relaunched her podcast. It is now part of the Forte Catholic Podcast Network. Like we're producing this whole thing together. And Allison, like you know, is one first of all is way prettier than I am. That's not difficult, but she is, uh, and she cares about looking pretty. So she didn't want these big yeah. old headphones on her hair that she prepared in the morning. So I was like, oh my goodness. I can use AirPods for this. So I gave her the AirPods and now, now it's easier for me too. It's wonderful. I love it. You're tempting me. I've been looking for a reason to get AirPods and I think I have one now. Oh, dude. <laughs> Sponsored by Apple, by the way. They're, they're <clears throat> so great. These AirPod Pros are just amazing. I like you can wear them on the plane and they cancel out the noise. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Would you change your, your name to Fuji Catholic if Apple sponsored you? Fuji the apple i thought that was really funny oh, like the style oh, of apple that, that's funny you did a taylor schroll joke where it was too smart for people to understand so no one laughed 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's not gonna go over well. Yeah. Edit that out. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of you. That was good. Oh, dude, if Apple sponsored me, like I, I <laughs> can I be real for a second? I have been. I mean, l- l- let's be real. We didn't plan on talking about this, but finances for the first time, like this month, for the first time since March of 2020. Like okay. I'm not stressed about money for the first time in 20 months. You know, wow. things happen. People that have listened to know that the pandemic was a huge hit for me. And like donors are coming in and events are coming back, which is the, you know, the best money I can make in a day. You know, so like yeah, yeah. Uh, things are good and I am about to buy like I- I'm getting close to being able to buy because of some very generous donors uh, generally, and also like specifically for this, because I've talked to people about it. But like, I need a new editing computer. This computer that we're recording on right now, and then I edit literally forty-five hours a week on, is dying. Like, I, it's crawling yeah. to like it's it's like you know like in the like the the military movies where the guy is like clearly dying, but he's like crawling <laughs> yeah. to go over to his friend to be like, "I love you, man," for the last time. Then they die together. Like, yeah. my, wow, I'm gonna cry. My computer is crawling <laughs> to his friend. <laughs> So I need to so buy this like beast of a computer, and it costs a lot of money, and I'm so close. So if Apple wants to sponsor me so I don't have to spend that money, I'd be very happy about it. <laughs> we don't have to talk a ton about this, but I'm curious. Are you gonna? Get, are you looking for a PC, or are you looking for like a really nice uh, Mac? I'm getting I'm getting a Mac because like all all okay, of my, cool. all of my creative stuff is a Mac, but I'm getting a desktop so iMac for the first like an iMac oh. for the first time, and dude, like. If you want to like, like we're getting really nerdy, but like the specs of this computer versus the specs yeah. of my computer that I'm on right now, it's like it's like what I have now isn't even a computer in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's you talk about the specs all you want, but the best part is going to be when you just peel back that that amazing screen thing and smell the fresh. Am I weird for saying that? And just smell the fresh Apple product. Uh, you know my favorite smell, Granny Smith. A What's little that? dumber joke for you. Yeah, how'd you like that? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Love it. Um, but other than wishful thinking and like money isn't a stressor, but it's this weird thing. I actually, you know, God answers prayers in very interesting ways. And he has answered some of my prayers over the last couple of months. Yes, that might be a surprise. I have been praying over the last couple of months. So I'm proud of thank you. you. I'm, I'm proud of myself. So one of the things I was praying about is like, we've been able to like financially survive because like my salary got cut in half, but... Like, we didn't yeah. have to pay because of the pandemic. Like, the government said you don't have to pay your mortgage for a while. You don't have to pay your student loans for a while. And, like, two months ago, I realized all that's coming back, like, next month. Like, as we're recording this, is all I have to start paying my house note. I have to start paying uh, next month, and I have to start paying my uh, student loans in February. So I had this conversation with God. I was like, God, uh, I'm about to run out of money. And you said that you'd always <laughs> provide for us, especially if we're doing your work. So I need some help. Like I need, I need some more opportunities to make some money. And then all of a sudden, yeah. all these opportunities came out. Like somebody was like, hey, can you do this retreat that we've been planning for a year? Our speaker just dropped out. It's in six days. Can you do it? I'm like, yes, I can. And like, <laughs> so like, all- and I charge triple right. with one week notice. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so it was it, like money has been coming in, but there is a drawback to that. Like, because, like, okay. there have been a lot more opportunities for money, but because of that, I haven't had a day off. I, I counted earlier. I think it was, like, 27 days where I've been working straight all day, every day. I worked 15 hours straight yesterday. Like, it's been 
busy, right? A very yeah. good busy. Like I've loved what I'm doing. Like, you know, people that have been listening the last couple of weeks, like I worked all week and then I went to Arkansas. Then I worked all week and then I went to Sioux City. Then I worked all week and like now we're, we're here, right? So like it's been busy, um, but it has been stressful. And I know that like you recently started like, like we talked last month about it was about a month ago that you you launched full time into doing, you know, bearded, bearded Blevin streaming. And uh, we're all very happy for you. But as we were talking, like trying to schedule this, like it was difficult to schedule. Like you are busy, too. How, how Like so two, two things like it seems like it's been busy. Has it been? And also just as a friend, like, how's it been going, man? We haven't talked in a month because yeah. you've been busy. <laughs> Well, I, so Joel, Joel Saponic, of regular guest on your show here at Forte Catholic, uh, subscribe to the Patreon. He we don't have a is, Patreon, uh, John. Sh- slash donate. <laughs> Come on, let me have fun. No. Fine. Um, so no he, fun him allowed and here. Always, him and I have always said, like, and, and he, he called me out on it years ago, and you're not doing this, so I'm not calling you out because you're not doing it. It's just a good conversation. But I want to say I'm glad we're not doing this because I don't like it when people glorify busy. Right. Because everybody's busy. Right. Like like I feel I've been feeling very busy lately, especially, as you said, starting this this new company. But Jody is is watching all three kids all the time. She's literally doesn't get a break unless she gets a little nap in when they are mir- like some miracle are all sleeping. So I feel like everyone is busy pretty much all the time. But yeah, it's a season. It sounds like what you're describing is a season for sure. And a very busy one compared to others. And uh, mine is as well. But for me, man, I'm loving it because it's it's stress it's stress free for me and even though like it's a risk and my you know i've got to feed my family and you know pay all the bills and stuff um but there, there's this piece that i have um and i'm really enjoying the work and for the first time really ever and again no no slamming parish life or anything like that that's not what i'm doing if that would be another podcast i'd love to love to talk to you about <laughs> parish life one day maybe we can have a fun game about that anyway <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how we make that into a fun game. <laughs> you know, where we just share stories and 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 we'll say, is it true or false? Did this really happen? And then every <laughs> single time, everyone's going to think false, but it really is all so true. So here's what it is: it's like we, you know, we have our chicken soup for the shroll segment where it's like positive, uplifting, uplifting stories. We'll be, it, we'll rename this one uh, "Chicken Soup for the Shroll That Went Bad in the Church Kitchen a Month and a Half Ago Because No One Cleaned It." <laughs> yes, I love that. I would like to be the first one on that segment, dibs. Um, but I'm love, like I love, so when I wake up at five in the morning and I'm working until like eight, then I get to go take my kid to school and then I'm streaming from nine to one. And that's been a wake up call, man. You can't do anything while you're streaming, right? Like at a normal job, you can stop for a minute, go to the bathroom, take your time, scroll through TikTok, send some text messages, email people back. But when you're like live and you have to be present, it, there's, there's no other time to do the, to do anything else is you're just streaming. Um, and then after that, uh, I get to hang out with the family in the afternoons and then work at night with super squares and with what I'm doing. So it's probably the busiest I've been ever. Um, but I'm also really doing a good job of carving out that family time. I'm going to daily mass, which I love. I'm still working out. And so uh, I'm like the most joyful I've been in a really long time. I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like excited for our podcast. Look at this. This is nice. Because usually it's like, all right, let's get through this slog of a podcast. <laughs> no, I I love it, man. And, and for real, for real, like, and we were trying to schedule stuff and you mentioned that, like, it's just, that's been the only hard part is, 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 is anything else. So like we've, we actually took Wednesdays off. Wednesdays are our, I mean, we're working all day Wednesday, but we're not streaming at all Wednesday, um, at least during the day. So that's like meetings, podcasts, YouTube content, all that kind of stuff that we need to do that we can't do while we're live. 
will be Wednesday. So hopefully Wednesdays work going forward for you. Yeah, yeah, we, it, it will. I think. Uh, but but <laughs> what's cool is like you said that you scheduled like your family time. Like yeah, you, like you've been busy, but you scheduled your family time. And like I know just for, from from our scheduling, like this week in particular, like you scheduled to like go to like do some fun stuff. Like you're scheduled to go to a concert tonight, which is our recording earlier than we usually do. You're scheduled to go to a, like a football game on Saturday. Like I saw that you went to uh, a White Sox game that White- my Astros won. <laughs> <laughs> dude i mean you laugh all you want congratulations on the win last night by the astros dude how crazy um, was that it was two to two and we scored seven runs in the ninth inning <laughs> yeah no trash i was watching it while streaming <laughs> <laughs> houston trastros ghost Rows. um no but yeah it's, it's been that's the thing is that i've told jody when we started this that's my wife for those of you who don't know um I told her when, when I started this, I said, part of the reason I'm doing this is so that we can both do things and the whole family can do things that we couldn't before. Um, I had to work almost every weekend all the time. Like, and so you'd have to like plan months in advance to go on a trip or leave. And so I was like, when things come up, I'm going to do them if I, within reason. And so the Sox game came up and I went to the Sox game. I'm going to a concert in Madison tonight, going to my first ever Michigan football game. First ever? This Are you serious? Uh, yeah. You've been a yes, huge dude. fan forever. I can't believe this is your I know. first game. Every year, my dad gave me an, an option from the time I was like 14 on. Every year, he was like, you want to go to a Lions game or a Michigan game? And I just always chose oh, the cool. Lions. Uh, I like to have my heart broken, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and Michigan was good when I was having those cho- those choices. But now this time, I'm like, I'm going to go to the game. It's like 50 bucks for a ticket. It's crazy. Uh, and, and I had so much fun at the Sox game. And so, yeah, I'm carving time out for that stuff as well. And it really has just been, dude, I can't even. It's just so rejuvenating. Yeah. What's been? Everyone should be able to do this. <laughs> well, to stream online all the time. I don't think everybody. No, everyone should be able to do to like do what makes them like to to try to change the world and to do what they're passionate about and to be able to spend time with their family and to be able to do fun things. Everyone should have that. Yeah, and which which is funny because like kind of bringing it back to to like what I was sharing about like just how work has been busy. A lot of a lot of it has been like a lot of podcasts relaunching like at the same time. So like the reason that like, my life hasn't been crazy busy for the last 20 months since I've been doing Forte Catholic full time. It's like, usually like it just kind of happens because I work with 20 podcasts, but about only 10 of them are ever active at a time. Like they, they're doing seasons, they're taking breaks, all, you know, all these sorts of things. Um, sure. But like this last month, it just so happened. It was like the perfect storm of like, like all good things. Allison relaunching her podcast, uh, me starting to like to do some in, like in studio producing with Liv. So I've been driving to her house about once a week and traveling came back like those two three weekends in a row so it it wasn't it wasn't like it's all the same stuff i've been doing but it became this like i can't work on like you know because you were saying like oh do the things that you love and there there are a ton of things that i love i love traveling and to go speak and lead worship i love doing this podcast i love promoting this podcast like all the social media and the the clips and stuff like the clips are so much fun (laughs) for me to make um but then also doing like extra youtube stuff like you know like a lot of that stuff is fun for me, but I haven't been able to focus on that stuff. Like the stuff that is like me, quote unquote, performing like or like doing something myself. Right. Um, because I've yeah. been so busy with the behind the scenes work of like working, essentially working with or for other people. So like it was so funny because I was supposed to record next week's show with Liv yesterday and today's and, and then, you know, this this show with you today. And like I literally had to cancel with her. Because I have been so focused on everyone else's work that I was like, 
I only have three segments of stuff to talk about, and even then, it's like, uh, you know, like you know, so, <laughs> so I like, I, you know, I couldn't, even, I didn't even have a fourth segment, you know. So I was like, Liv, I can't record right now. Like, I have nothing to say because I like usually how I prepare for the show. I go through my notes, I go through my tweets, I go through my like you know uh, Instagram stories from the last week, and I'm like, what stood out? What can we make a, a topic out of? And I looked at my phone, and I was like. All of my notes are notes about other people's podcasts that I work on. Uh, all of my tweets are four of them, and they're pointless. And like I've shared like two Instagram stories. So I was like, I got nothing to say because I haven't had a time to think <laughs> because I've been working, right? And it's like it's, it's a it's a different kind of activating the brain, right? It's like here I'm doing the task instead of like thinking, processing, praying about what we should talk about here or, or the next YouTube video. So things have kind of come to a standstill there. But I mean. To be fair, the other ones pay more, so it's been kind of nice. You know, it's, it's been. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, <laughs> well, like behind the scenes, you and I, when we ended our last recording last month, uh, said I do pay attention. I said cherish our friendship. You know, yeah. uh, I, we, I asked you like, what's your dream, man? Like, what's your dream? I asked you off, off, off recording, and you were just like, basically, you described what you just said. To become like, a all the stuff you're doing. Oh wait, what? What did you say? <laughs> no, 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 different one, different <laughs> oh, one, different sorry. one. Sorry, <laughs> but ba seriously, basically, like your busy month is, is basically what you said your dream was to be doing. So that's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been good. Like it really has been good. Like prayers actually been, it's not, I mean, it's still not great, but it's, it's been a lot better, even though it's been busy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's just trying to find balance. But like, even like the, some of the good stuff is like, there have been two people that have come out of nowhere. Like literally I'm sitting at dinner in Iowa because I was doing the music for the Sioux city, uh, youth conference. And I'm sitting next to this guy who I've, I've done that conference. I've been in that. I've done that conference four times, and so I've the guy that plays Cajon, like the little you know the little box you sit on, is kind of like a gym bay, but you know sounds better in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's sitting next to me, and like we just hadn't caught up in two years because it's been two years since we had the last conference. And I was like, hey, like like what's what's keeping you busy these days? Like what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm I'm in school. I'm like what are you studying? He said. uh, uh, film and audio production and i'm like would you like to work with me i would like to pay yeah. you to do things because i i have too much work and he said sure so literally within like four sentences i hired him and now he's gonna start helping me edit all this stuff <laughs> so that's amazing so like it, it's good like everything is growing and now it's to the point where like it grew enough where i have the money to be able to hire somebody to come in and help. So things, things are going really well. And I think it's going to like balance out a little bit more as we move into like, you know, the holiday season. Um, so yeah, I, I'm happy. It's I really am. The happy. Holiday I'm season. <laughs> I'm so excited for Christmas. You, you said, look, I'm going to look like Santa Claus soon. My beard's getting very gray. <laughs> You're too thin. I don't think so. You haven't seen me in a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I guess I didn't even realize it. The one thing that has dropped off has been working out. I haven't moved in six weeks. Other than I've been playing basketball every other Wednesday with with uh, some of the other coaches at the Catholic school, some of our former students that have yeah. graduated. So, uh, dude, I tell you what, like, I, I think I've shared this analogy before, but it really feels like that. If I, if I haven't moved in a while, like, I'm really stiff. And, like, I feel like uh, in Forrest Gump when he has the, the things on his legs, like the, what do you call them? The little braces on his legs. The braces, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, it takes me, like, a good 10, 15 minutes of running before I feel like the braces come off and I'm, like, moving again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well, I'm glad things are going well for you. I'm glad the business, has, you know, for both of us has been relatively good. And I think for both of us, you know, we, we recognize it. And we're, like, we've talked before. Like, we don't want to glorify it. But it's, like, it's, it, it is what it is. 
and uh, I, I can I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I don't have anything to do this weekend, and I'm so happy. I'm going to sit down and watch football and play Super Squares and uh, hopefully not lose some money yes, on that. <laughs> Bro, the new Super Squares thing is paying off a mortgage, so good. sounds like it's the right time for you to win that. Yeah, for sure. And all of my complaints about Super Squares, y'all have listened to and fixed. I'm so happy. I feel like an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> wait till four. Wait till four comes out this week. You're gonna Ooh, love it. Oh boy! I know. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to some rest and relaxation, and hopefully, uh, and watching for me on TV. It, yeah, exactly. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. Here's the deal, y'all. I've been doing these promos for uh, Select International Tours for a while, and I love them. But this recent round, I have gotten more feedback on how I've been mispronouncing the words in these pilgrimage sites than I have gotten feedback on the actual show. See, we're that weird show where people listen more closely to the ads than they do to the actual show. Thanks, I guess. It's great for my sponsors, not as great for me. But uh, here we go. Here's the word that I've been struggling with. Are you ready for this? The first trip is a trip to the Holy Land with Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, the dynamic deacon. After visiting the Holy Land, all the words are good so so far. Well, until I said that, the group will head to Germany to see the famed Abaramagau Passion Play. I think I'm getting closer. I don't think it's right yet. Abaramagau. Abaramagau. Passion Play. Apparently, it's very great. I had lunch with with a buddy who's also a listener who made fun of me for this, but also said he loved the Passion Play. So even though I can't pronounce it, it's apparently still very, very cool. The trip is from May 6th to 16th, 2022. All the details can be found at ForteCatholic.com slash tours. The other trip that I want to talk to you about is a pilgrimage to learn more about the English martyrs and Catholic literary heroes of the UK. This one takes place May 31st to June 10th, 2022. If you haven't made a pilgrimage because the world's been closed for a while and you want to plan one for 2022, this is the way to do it. ForteCatholic.com slash tours to sign up today. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll and that is Lene. Just Lene. Um, so nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. So uh, we were talking about like busyness uh, the last the last segment, and one of the things that I noticed because we've talked about it before, and I didn't want to just like rehash stuff because like usually it was like oh prayer life doesn't go well when we were busy. It's actually been okay. The one thing that I have noticed um, with the busyness and stress of the last month is that I've been like missing things or ignoring things literally right in front of me because I'm focused on something else, right? Either if I'm focused on like working on my computer or even if like I was in the airport and that's where the first story comes from. And I was just processing all the things that I had to do today, all the things that I had to do the next day, all the things that I had that I did yesterday. So I'm like literally missed something insane. Okay. John, have I told you about our airport here in town before? No, it is two gates it's not it's not just the big houston airport no 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 so there's a there's an airport in college station so the houston airport's about an hour and a half away um but college station has an airport that is two gates like two planes can be there at a time (laughs) at maximum uh very small like essentially walk in they know me like i'm tsa pre-check and that literally means that i just like walk through like there's no line like there's nobody there yeah um so here i am like, like you pointed out, it's not the Houston airport. This is the College Station airport. This small town in central... T- I mean, it, it, it's a small town for Texas. That's 250,000 people. So it's a large city, <laughs> right. large city in every it's other a, state. It's a very big city. Right, yeah. But 
250,000 people like in the Bryan College Station area, but we're really like we're an hour and a half from Houston. We're three hours from San Antonio, an hour, you know, two hours from Austin, two and a half hours from from Dallas. I just outed myself wow. because that's my driving time. Everybody else is like, it's a little longer than that. I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not this like big place where you would see someone famous or something famous. So here I am. I go through TSA. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. It's like four in the morning. Um, yeah, I woke up at five in the morning. So it's like, you know, 515 when I'm at this airport. Cause yes, it only takes me 10 minutes to get to the airport through security. That's amazing. <laughs> so I'm sitting like in the quote unquote terminal, the waiting room for the, for the, uh, for the airplane and the plane that I'm going to get on. There's a guy getting off the incoming flight and he is like, Six one ish, so you know, around okay. my height, a little, a little bit shorter, kind of pudgy, kind of like me, right? So like really similar build to me, African American guy, and he's wearing a Milwaukee Bucks T shirt, like it just says Bucks across it, but I, you know, like I know the logo, it look, it's the Milwaukee Bucks, yeah, and he is holding, getting off this plane very early in the morning in the middle of nowhere, Central Texas, he is holding what looks to be the Larry O'Brien Trophy now. I know you're not a huge basketball fan, but you know which trophy is the Larry O'Brien. I'm a huge basketball fan. You always dog on basketball. The last time you were on, you said God hates basketball. <laughs> well, that's true. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a bigger college fan than NBA, but I love the Pistons. Um, that would be the uh, that'd be the NBA trophy, the NBA championship trophy, like whichever team wins. Yeah, the that the Bucks won while I was there. You, you oh you, you okay? I knew you were at the game. We had talked about that. I didn't realize you were there that night. You were there the night they won. Yeah, okay. in, the night they won it was in nuts. my head. It was the game before, but I, yeah, I, I was wrong. So like literally, you were at that game. So they were presented where that trophy was. Yeah, you were presented, or not? You were you were presented with the Larry O'Brien trophy. Thank you. <laughs> um, they, you know, the team. Usually, it's like the president, and then the coach, and then like the star players. Yeah, and, yeah. and then it gets passed around. So that trophy, which I have seen my whole life, like my one of my first yep. my first sports memories is seeing the Rockets win their back to back championships in the in the mid nineties because like that was interesting. I, I was like five six years old. One of my first. First memories is seeing the Rockets get it and not Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> because uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, right? Yeah, exactly. Hakeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, Mario Eli, like all yeah, those Drexler. guys. Yeah, right? Drexler. Uh, one of my biggest memories, not to interrupt you, is 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 Michael Jordan when he wins one after his dad dies, hugging it, crying. One of the most iconic sports pictures of all right. time. Same trophy. That trophy. That trophy. That yeah. one. Yeah. Um, guy getting out the plane. Six one, like not an NBA player, not like and like. There's no way. I, There's no way he has the. And I, yeah, exactly. Like, like it has to be a fake. This is ridiculous. It's whatever, whatever. You know, five six in the morning. I don't remember. I don't remember anything that happens before nine a.m. It's very early in the morning. Smallest airport in the world. No one is there, and this guy wearing a buck shirt. To be to be fair. It's carrying what looks like the Larry O'Brien trophy. And like a lot of us in the terminal are just like looking at it like, what is this is ridiculous. Like, why would you carry around a fake Larry O'Brien trophy? And <laughs> and so we're, we're like, I don't I'm 20 feet away from this thing, maybe 15. Like I could have walked over and touched it like this guy wasn't going to stop me, you know, and like, yeah. I, but I thought it was fake. And so did everyone else in the terminal. No, no security, just a guy who could like fend off most humans, but not larger humans. Right. So, yeah. I ignore it. I tweet about it. I'm like, this is silly. Like, there was a guy with a fake Larry O'Brien trophy. You're like, you know, whatever. I said something like that. And then I get on my flights. I, I finally land uh, Saturday evening. And uh, that was the day of Texas A&M playing Alabama at home. When Texas A&M sure. beat Alabama at home. 
It was awesome. It was insane. Such a great day for for this city. It was it was just really cool. Like I'm not a like I'm not a huge college football fan. I didn't grow up here, but like I've been here for this is my seventh year here. So like you know they have accepted me as one of their own. <laughs> you know, so like sure. I like rooting for them and all and all these things. And we get to like I, I I land and I see that they won, and then somebody who saw my tweet earlier in the day sent me a picture. Of pregame, since it was this big home game against the best team in the nation, uh, a lot of alumni came. Well, one of our famous alumni is a guy named Chris Middleton, who was either the no. second or third best player on the Milwaukee Bucks whenever they won the championship just a few months ago. So there was a representative who flew into the smallest airport <laughs> and carried the That Larry was Chris O'Brien Middleton? It, no, it wasn't Chris Middleton. So it was, it was like, oh, okay. Chris Middleton, I would have recognized Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton, I was Chris say. Middleton's like 6'8". Like if it was Chris Middleton, I would have said, right. right? But this is, this must have just been some guy that works for the Bucks, you know, probably in the marketing department or the PRs, you know, something like that. And there's a picture of that guy that I saw in the airport with Chris oh, Middleton no holding the Larry O'Brien trophy and a couple other guys that like played basketball with him. At AM, they're all wearing Buck stuff. So, like, just because I was just, I was, I was tired, I was not thinking, like, in my right mind, I would have been like, just in case, like, I'm going to go over there and see if I can take a picture with it. Like, that would have been cool, right? Yeah. The Larry O'Brien trophy. And I just missed it because I was tired and in my own head. <laughs> wow. That's a great story. You kind of told me where you were going with that story beforehand. And that, that is better than expected. Dude, it was, it was unbelievable. And then, the next week, I promise I'm going to let you talk. I told you it was story time here. Oh, here you're good, dude. Oh, I'm just about to call you an idiot, but go ahead. <laughs> Are you still hurt about that? <laughs> no, I, no, I'm calling you an idiot for not taking a picture. Oh, what did you oh, call me an idiot? Okay. I called you an idiot at the end of the last podcast, and you seemed sad. I thought it was a callback to a Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, sorry, I guess. I thought you were fine. Okay, so then the next weekend... I'm in Sioux City, and I, you know this is the this is the uh, the youth conference that I mentioned. I've done I've done this youth conference four times. It's been at this location. It's a cat. It's a it's a Catholic high school called Kemper Catholic High School. This huge, uh, it, it, it's big Catholic school in comparison to ours. Ours has like 80 students in the high school. They have like uh, I think they said like 800, 600, something like that. Like it's a pretty big Catholic school in this small town. Like the the town has like 10,000 people, and a tenth of them go to the Catholic school. You know? Wow. Yeah. Um, so I've been at this school before multiple times. It's my third time being at this school. And, but they had made an addition that I thought was really cool. A lot of, you know, regular listeners know that I'm a track coach here at our local Catholic school. So like anytime I go to another school and they have like records, like sports records, you know, most, most points in a season in basketball, most touchdowns in a, in a career in football, you know, like all the records, I love looking at those, like to see, like, yeah. oh, where would our school stack up? Where would I in high school have stacked up if I went here? Right. Um, well, this school had never had one of those, and they just got one apparently in the last two years. Um, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the. I love basketball. I love football. I'm reading all those, and then I finally get to the track and field ones, which is always my favorite because, like, that's the sport I was the best <laughs> at, and that's the sport that I coach. Yeah. So I'm looking at like, oh, you know, here's the here's the hundred. 100 meter dash time it's like oh like that guy was faster than me and like it would be the fastest time but like the guy that i coached would have been probably second right behind him he's like 0. 0.02 seconds slower than him and then i get yeah. to the 200 i get to the 400 I, I get through all this stuff and i'm comparing and contrasting and all this stuff and then i get to pole vault you, you, you're you seem like a guy who never uh, wanted to be around to pole vault <laughs> 
Correct. Yeah, I did. You could not be more correct. I did pole vault one time, and I ran, and I stuck the pole into the thing that you're supposed to. I don't know. I don't coach the pole vault part because this is what happened when I yeah. pole vaulted. You, you just like stuck it in, and I went straight up, and I was on top, like on the on the top of the pole in the air, and then just immediately fell backwards and fell like <laughs> completely on my back. <laughs> so I never did it again. <laughs> That's my yeah. I have zero desire to try. Yeah, that. It, it's it's terrible. Um. So, but I look at the pole vault record, and I'm like, and I see this name. I'm like, the, the, the guy's name that has the pole vault record at this tiny, you know, like big Catholic school, but in this tiny town in Iowa, which might be the state that's thought about the least, uh, maybe the t- bottom five. <laughs> Sorry, Iowa, yeah. I love you. I've been there six times, and so now I'm making enemies there. Um, but this guy's name is Nick Nurse. He has the pole vault record. It's like twelve foot two inches, something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. that's funny. Like that's the name of the guy who. Uh, was the coach for the Toronto Raptors when they won the NBA championship like three seasons ago, something like that, right? Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm like, there's no chance. I look it up, and I Google Nick Nurse. And, and sure enough, the Toronto Raptors coach pops up, and I'm scrolling through his Wikipedia, and I see, like, oh, he went to Northern Iowa University. Like, how, what a strange coincidence, right? Like, he just yeah. does happen to be from Iowa. And then I scroll down a little bit more, and it says, alum of Kemper Catholic High School. Wow. <laughs> he went to the school that I had been at three times. I'm a huge NBA fan. The week before, I was by the trophy. The next week, I realized that for three years, I've been in the house that <laughs> that Nick Nurse built and had no idea. And I learned that Nick Nurse is super Catholic. Like he's he, he came to their homecoming, not as a speaker or anything, just to support his his alumni, uh, like two weeks ago, uh, he he uh, he has spoken at a benefit dinner for them. He's a practicing Catholic. Like, I, it's just it's just crazy. Like, once again, there was this awesome thing that I missed for three years. At least in the previous story, I missed it because it happened in fifteen seconds. I had no idea. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I, that you're you're. I just picturing as you're telling the story. I'm just picturing you every place you go forever now. Famous people that went to X high school. <laughs> yeah, just so I don't miss it. Right, exactly. Uh, do you have do you have a story that like you where you missed something that was like right in front of you, like this dummy head <laughs> the last two weeks in a row? <laughs> no, you know when you asked me that earlier, the first thing that came to my mind was like, as I said in the last segment, when one of the things that's been a hard adjustment for me is that when you're streaming, because we're I've launched a new media company. Streaming is just a very a, 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 it's a it's an okay part of it it's not it's 20 hours to 25 to 28 hours a week like it's we have a lot of other things we're doing but the streaming part you can't do anything else and so i can't respond to texts and i'm usually really good believe it or not at responding to especially important texts and it's been hard for me to to not be able to respond right away to things um and i'm already been horrible because i don't ever check facebook and i've been horrible at like wishing people i love happy birthday for years oh yeah i gave and up now i'm already worse <laughs> It's been three weeks, dude. I'm pretty sure I missed a really, really good friend of mine's birthday, and I was like two days late, and I felt pretty bad about that. The only thing I can think of that is similar to what you're kind of talking about is when I went to um, – when I was on Celebrity Family Feud, we stayed at a hotel in L.A., a really nice hotel, and I didn't realize like that there was other events going on. And so I'm at brunch. Well, I ran into Brian Urlacher, which was kind of cool, Jerry Springer, who looked horrible. Um, and some other people and like, I, I don't like to bother. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just he, dude, he looked bad. I have to like, just say, uh, the, anyway, the, I, so I don't ever have never been the one to go up to famous people. I, I, and now that my brother's famous, I, I hate it even more. So I never bother people unless it's like a lions player. And then I, I am nice about it, Fan um, girl. <laughs> but I'm at brunch. I'm at brunch 
the next morning and like I'm 99% sure that a couple of my favorite Lions players of all time were like three tables away and I didn't know until after. And I, if I would have just looked up, I would have seen some, some of my favorite, like Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. Oh like I could have just walked up and just been like, hey guys, biggest fan, don't want to bother you. I'm not even going to ask for a picture, but I just want to say thanks for what you do for the city of Detroit. Nothing. And I find out later that they were there and I was like, dang it, John, pay attention. But usually I'm pretty, it's only happened once because usually I'm pretty aware of things. It's these large men sitting right down the road, all wearing golden jackets for some reason. You're Dude, just like, what? They literally did. They, <laughs> and massive, like bling everywhere. I mean, it was very obvious, but I was uh, a little tired from the night before. You know, I am really happy for you that you went on Celebrity Family Feud when you did because the celebrity you played against is is, is just crashing down from stardom and won't be a star for much longer. So, <laughs> At least his dog is famous still. Oh, good. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but this got me thinking. He's got a famous Instagram dog. It's yeah. Instagram dog. It got me thinking like about one of my favorite stories in the Bible where somebody completely missed something. And like I feel really stupid. Because, like, I missed my chance with the Larry O'Brien Trophy for 15, 20 seconds, right? I missed this Nick Nurse thing for three years. Uh, but yeah. I I'm in good company because there's a man named Moses who, like, we, you all know the story, right? Like, he was, you know, baby, raised by Pharaoh. Then, and then he, <laughs> baby, baby, baby Moses. And then he, then he killed a guy. Uh, if you haven't heard this story, I'm fast forwarding through quite a lot. Uh, but I'm assuming, Moses killed a guy. Yeah, I'm assuming you know the story. So he, he killed a guy. And then he flees right back out of fear for his life or repercussions. And he goes out and he's in the desert for like 30 years. And he is a, a, a shepherd, which like anybody who's studied the Bible for a, you, you've heard or if you actually are a shepherd, I guess that's the other option. You know that like shepherds, like they'll move around and they'll like, you know, free graze. You know, like, like they were they were free roam chickens back before it was cool. You know, like they were yeah. they, they would just kind of graze and move around and move around. But like you generally have a like a, like some kind of home base, right? Where you're like, this is kind of our central place. We might graze with the animals for a couple hours, a couple days, a couple weeks. But ultimately, we're all coming back to the same place. So think about that for 30 years where Moses was a shepherd. Like, so he is walking around very similar landscape for 30 years, right? And then all yeah. of a sudden, he sees a burning bush. Again, fast forwarding very quickly, but I'm assuming most people listening to this know the basics of the story. He sees a burning bush, and the burning bush starts talking to him and says, Moses, remove your sandals. You're standing on holy ground, right? And ultimately, it's God talking to him, and he's, he gives him this whole message about, like, you know, go back to Egypt and save my people, all, all this kind of stuff, right? But I want to park us uh, right uh, right at the burning bush part of the story because I, I heard I heard a preacher say this 15 years ago, and it, it has been one of the more impactful things I've, I've heard about Moses, and it, it, it popped up again this week as I was thinking about things that I missed because – it's not like that where the bush was became holy ground the moment that Moses took off his sandals or the burning bush started talking to him. Like that ground was holy ground and God wanted to encounter him and send him back to save his people for 30 years. <laughs> and it literally yeah. took God turning a bush on fire and then speaking through it for Moses to realize that he was on holy ground because he was busy doing shepherding things. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he, it's like that with you and I, right? We need like 
punches in the face right to be woken up exactly. by god exactly so I, I like that just hit me a lot because I, like they're like I, like i was saying like when i get busy or stressed out i miss things right in front of me and some of them are, are silly or whatever like you know nick nurse and and Blair brian trophy but like sometimes like i miss my kids right in front of me right or i'm like i'm too busy and i i i, I, I have to ignore them what's like sometimes like obviously i can't be ultimate like 100 percent interruptible at all times you know but like I've become less and less interruptible over the last few weeks just because I've been busy and stressed about it, right? Sure. Or like my my you know my my wife or like uh you know like friends or whatever. Like there have been some interactions with my friends over the last month that I was kind of short with them when they when like if I was like playing it back in my head, it's like, "Oh, like there's probably something wrong and they probably wanted me to ask them about it." But I was just like, "Here's what we need to do. Here's what we need to accomplish. Let's get out of here," yeah. right? Um so again, it's not like I'm like sinning or doing anything terrible right but i have missed moments where it was like hey this is like holy ground like my my house where my family lives like this is a this is a holy space a place for us to 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 love god and love one another right and i've i've missed off on on both of those at times or or i haven't recognized that something was really special right in front of me because i'm focused on something else so what how do we remedy that taylor um i need god to Right in my office where I spend all of my time, I need something in here to catch fire. And I'm terrified saying this because, like, my water heater is probably going <laughs> to blow up like, right now. I need something to catch fire and a voice to say, Taylor, here's here's a large pile of money so you don't have to work so hard. Say, here's the lottery numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. That's the solution. What do you think about that solution? I mean, it's that'd be crazy. Stranger things have happened for sure. But I, I, so, like a real answer, like I think one of the things that has kept me grounded, like ironically enough, like you, you, you were running a little late today because you know your 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 kid woke up. Like we're both dads, we understand that these things kind of happen, right? But like while that happened, I've been I've been doing stuff all morning. Like literally, yeah. I was so tired from my fifteen hour work day yesterday that. Um, I didn't set an alarm because I was I hit my bed and before I could even set an alarm, I was asleep and I woke up this morning with Allison Sullivan knocking on my door because she was supposed to be recording here at nine. I was asleep oh, at wow. nine. So like I walked in here, she did all of her recording. I got last week's show out, like I did a bunch of promotional stuff, and then like and then it was like it was right the time that we had we had said that we, that we were gonna be on. And literally right then, like my alarms start going off, like my noon alarm to start. To, to pray the Angelus. And it was that moment that I realized I didn't pray my morning offering because I literally got woken up and came exactly to work because there was somebody <laughs> waiting on me. And then I just kept working, kept working, kept working. So like literally like our delay was actually a really good thing because I got to stop and recognize like, oh, I need to pray. I did my morning offering. I said the Angelus. And like, I am a lot more calm than I was when you, anytime you're jolted awake, you're not going to be like, oh, everything's hunky-dory, right. you know? So um, I, I think that's it. You know, like t- stopping and taking moments uh to pray stopping and taking moments to be like like for me it's like when i complete something it's like i complete a task and then i'm like i should probably go just snuggle with one of my kids for five minutes and then come back to work or you know go ask my wife you know like the other night like i i wouldn't have recognized it i stopped and i realized that my wife was really stressed with all the kids running around and it was about to be dinner time and i was like do you want to go out and we just went out to eat, you know, like it was just little things like that that have been that have worked. Right. Just little moments uh, at breaks, whether it's like my phone reminding me or it's just like you complete something or you're transitioning to something else. Just be like, what should I be doing right now? Yeah, I agree 100 percent. And that's what that's the thing I'm excited about. What I've been able to do the last few weeks is spend a lot more time 
intentionally with the kids. And it's a lot of work because you're working. And then as soon as I'm done working, I'm working again, but with the family right. and getting dinner ready and cleaning and all that stuff. But when I do it, oh man, the smile on Jody's face, the kids being all excited. You're right. Seize the day. What I just heard you say is that being married to Jody is a job. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not following our friends over at the Grotto Network yet, what are you doing, bro? They're doing some great work. I really, really love these guys. Like that's what I love about the our sponsors that I actually like really <laughs> like uh, what, what what all of our sponsors are doing. I've been following the Grotto Network for like two years before they even reached out for this ad. So uh, go follow them. They're doing some great stuff. They're really do like meeting the new evangelization. They are meeting people really where they are. People, a lot of people talk about doing that and then they don't do it. But the Grotto Network is really reaching out and trying to reach out to uh, young people and especially a lot of people on the fringes they're doing great things so whether it's whether it's dating advice or struggles you have with like questions you have about the faith or uh you know like i'm not sure what the church teaches about this like it is great stuff and you'll find a great community there at grotto network on instagram go follow them now it's a wonderful ministry out of the university of notre dame so go follow them again that is at grotto network on instagram Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is John Blevins. Uh, we are bringing back a segment that we did. I love that that's the one that bothers you. I can tell that Taylor calling you. Yeah, by like, your... Jonathan, John, Jonathan Lanay. Like, what? just make up your mind, kid. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I think it's really funny that I can call you a girl's name, and you like it now, and then I call you your actual name, and you're upset. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, so we are going to bring back a segment that we tried out with Liv, and by God's grace, it worked. <laughs> so uh, it's this game that I I, ha- I I had two names for it, but I think we've narrowed it down. I think we narrowed it down. We are calling this okay. game Punishment Fits the Crime. We were going to say Cruel and Unusual, but Cruel and Unusual. And like the unusual is what we're going for, but cruel, I think, was a little too far. So we're calling this game Punishment Fits the Crime. So what we are going to do is we are going to take turns being the penitent and the priest in a confessional. Obviously, neither of us are priests. We are both lay people, but this is a game. Leave us alone. So uh, I am baptized (laughs) priest, prophet, and king. So You sound more like a queen, but that's a whole other thing. (laughs) So uh, we're going to take turns. Sharing things that may or may not actually be sins that are kind of strange and unusual. And then the goal is for uh, the priest to give a penance, the person acting okay. as a priest, to give a penance that it, that fits the crime. You know, if it's strange, unusual, give a strange or unusual penance. So... We played this once, and it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, so you know, it's all about the whole like you know when you go to confession, you get a penance to try to be better and not commit that sin again. So, uh, with that in mind, John, would you like to be the penitent or the priest first? I would like to be the penitent first. Okay, you are going to be the penitent first. So you have you have a list of uh, strange or unusual, may or may not be sins, and I will give you a penance to match. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Am I supposed to do a voice or something? No, I'm not going sure, to do a voice. Sure, okay. be that queen again. Nope. <laughs> nope. So, so I, I have to, this is why I feel really bad about this one, Padre. Uh, I took my dog to the groomer recently and love this dog. Love the dog. And I've been very busy, Father. I, I've got kids I'm taking care of. My neighbor's house burned down and I was helping rebuild it. So I've been understandably busy and stressed and 
I left the dog at the groomer for an extra 30 minutes so that I could have some peace. Uh, okay, my son, I don't believe that that uh, is actually a sin. Uh, I think it's great that you're doing tremendous work with your neighbors. Uh, and But, you know, really, like we can all be stressed sometimes. And I'm actually uh, proud of you because a lot of times when people get stressed, they commit actual sins. And uh, I'm guessing if you left the dog at the groomer a little bit longer, you just had to pay a little extra money, which, you know, it's okay to treat yourself whenever uh, whenever uh, things are, are stressful. But uh, for your penance, um, what I, with every, all of that being said, your penance is to never take your dog to the groomer again because it's an unnecessary uh, it's an unnecessary purchase and uh, dogs are God's creation and they should be left all natural and you should be spending that money to help your friend whose house burned down. Wow. That took a turn. <laughs> that took a that, that kind of, So you dude, you would be a, such a bad priest. <laughs> it's just a game, John. <laughs> I was being, First of all, I what you being, said is not a sin. I was being very practical. I was like, you know, you know, trying to help you out and do a little bit of uh, catechesis. And then I realized it was boring and this is an entertainment show. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, come on. That was funny. My sin was, was funny. funny. Okay. I've got one for you. You ready? Okay. You are now the priest. Um, right. uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been... Latin, please. Uh, uh, Paternos biblioteca. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been 87 years since my last confession. I was uh, wow. re- recently uh, playing video games, and during while I was playing this video game, uh, instead of killing the other team, one of my teammates named John was really uh, bothering me. So while he was trying to be tactical, I did this thing called team killing, and I shot him in the back of the head. Uh, so that he was dead, so that I could take all the glory and make him very angry. Uh, and for these and all of my sins, I'm heartily sorry. Wow. Um, all right, son. 87 years. Yes. My first question <laughs> My first question to you is, how are you playing video games at 87? It's a miracle in itself. Uh, my KD is tremendous because I wear blue light glasses. That's <laughs> <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I will say uh, that is not just not only is that a sin, that's a pretty major one. Uh, you check off a lot of the Ten Commandments there, all right. And I, honestly, what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to play two more hours of video games with your friend John, one v one in whatever game you're playing, and you have to let him win every single time and make a YouTube out of it that says I'm the worst old person at video games of all time. <laughs> Well, that, that's a, that, and then oh. and only then, then and only then, will you be forgiven? Okay. Uh, well, I will try to do this penance, but my my friend John says he'll always play video games with me, and yet we still haven't in the last twenty months. So I don't know if I can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> then how did you kill? That just got real personal. That was good. <laughs> no, it wasn't personal. I'm the old man, not Taylor. Oh. I'm not offended. The old man <laughs> is. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay. Okay. How did I do? That was okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, you also suck it as a priest, but it's still entertaining. That's what matters. <laughs> I feel like I could actually be good at that part. Uh, but anyway. All right. Your turn. I take the insult in stride. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just want to do another voice, but I'm not going to. All right. Uh, that's my shot. <laughs> don't sometimes don't sometimes people say bless me, Father Fryson. Yes, I hate that. 
I've always, I always say, yeah, I always say, forgive me, Father Fryveson. Anyway, uh, forgive me, Father Fryveson. I forgot my last confession. I forgot what it was. But recently, I had all three of my children at the dinner table. And they they did not eat their dinner. They didn't finish it. And they wanted ice cream. And I, you know what? I just said, forget it. I'm going to give them some ice cream. And as I'm scooping the ice cream, uh, I saw a bunch of fruit flies in the ice cream. And I just doused it in chocolate syrup and let my kids eat it anyway. And I feel horrible. I just, I've been beating myself up for days. They have no idea. Okay, my son. Well, uh, I, I don't know what it's like to have children because I'm celibate. Uh, one of the rare priests that is, and I would uh, what I would like to tell you is that um, the fruit flies were were God's punishment for not feeding your kids um, appropriately. Like you, you, you know, you. I think I think your biggest sin here was that you that you caved and you weren't a, a strong father figure at this moment. You gave them ice cream. The fruit flies were actually not the sin. It was giving them the ice cream in the first first place. So oh. the next time that you find yourself in this situation where you're stressed out with your kids and they don't want to eat their food, uh, my suggestion would be um, to, to, to feign like you're giving in uh, to, to their demands. And just like we do uh, in the same way that we give dogs medicine, I would like for you to hide peas and carrots uh, and blend them into <laughs> the ice cream so that they think they're getting wh what they want, but actually you are getting what you want. That's okay. Aren't you supposed to give me a penance that I can feasibly do within the next 24 hours? Uh, are you are you not planning on feeding your kids this evening? <laughs> That's my next sin, Father, is that I uh, don't plan on ever seeing them again. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh okay, have you ever done that? Have you ever, like, said sins... And then you like said like for these and all my sins I'm heartily sorry. And the priest starts talking. Have you ever like had to interrupt him or like start saying sins again after he's done? Yes, I have. Too. It's, it's, it's wildly awkward. It's so awkward. It's like blah 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 blah. For these and all my sins I'm heartily sorry. And he's like, oh well, you know, thank you for coming to confession. God's mercy is endless, and he's he's glad that you are here. And I'm like, wait, I forgot that I <laughs> killed eight people. Oh, now, yeah. now, now, for these that all my sins, I'm hardly sorry. <laughs> I once had a priest who I walked up to. He was at my my college, and I, uh, my friend and I were like, let's go to confession. We should both go. And so we, we walked over to him and said, hey, we'd like to go to confession. And he goes, yeah, come on in. Why don't you both sit down? And I was like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, he would go first. Like, no, 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 it's fine. It was wild. Anyway, I digress. That's crazy. Okay, whose turn is it? It's my turn to say one. Your okay. turn. Yep. All right. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been 18 minutes since my last confession. Mm. Um, I went home from confession, and then I looked at my wife, and I related to her that I thought that being married to her was like a job. <laughs> wow. Now, there's a word, my friend, my son. Hijo. There's a word that you're confusing. Uh, marriage is a vocation. All right. It's definitely not a vacation, Father. If you know what it's I mean. It's not a vacation. <laughs> it's not a vacation. But your vocation, my friend, is supposed to bring you uh, closer to the Lord through the marriage that you have with your wife, and that is work. But it is not a job. Now, do you enjoy work? Sometimes. 
Do you enjoy your job? Sometimes. I'm not sure why she would be offended then. <laughs> your penance, your, <laughs> your penance, my son, is that you don't have penance because it's not a real sin at all. Go clock in. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> better be so thankful that Jody has never listened to a minute of this podcast <laughs> because she would murder you for doubling down on that comment. <laughs> Jody loves me so much. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm going to do is, uh, uh, you know, I, t- I said earlier in the show that I love making the clips of this podcast. I'm going to clip out you saying, uh, insinuating that marriage was a job at the end of last segment and put that together with this and I'm going to send it to her Instagram DM. <laughs> <laughs> and then she will have this listened to a minute and a half of this show that you've been a part of for three years <laughs> three years has she ever watched one of your streams she has appeared in a couple of them but she's never watched a full one and never watched more than 10 minutes that's awesome that makes me so happy she does watch my tiktok videos oh that's cute that's cute all right uh we've got time for uh one more each all right forgive me padre Please call me father. Padre is offensive. Feel, we're both his father, I feel very, very bad about this. I was driving my Mercedes Benz. And a squirrel was in the middle of the road. And I honked at the squirrel. But the squirrel wouldn't move. And I ran over the squirrel. And so not to waste God's creation... I took the squirrel and I nailed it to a tree so that other squirrels would learn from this squirrel's mistake. (laughs) It is so funny. This is only the second time we've played this game, but it is so funny how like almost all of yours have been like, not a sin, not a sin, not a sin, not a sin, not a sin. Oh my God. Uh, my son. Please don't laugh at my son. Oh, I think your sins are hilarious, and you're probably going to hell, which is why this penance won't matter much. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, God's mercy is endless. So, um, you know, hit, k- killing a, an animal with your car is not a big deal. It's actually what pe- you know, like people suggest that you should do. Like, don't swerve and risk your life uh, for for the sake of of a squirrel, uh, even like a deer. Like, you know, like you'll you'll get in way more injury if you swerve off than if you just hit it. Um, but my son, um, I, I do not understand why your anger and deranged mind thought that you should get out of your car at that moment and nail that squirrel to a tree, uh, primarily because your reasoning was to warn other squirrels. You do understand that yeah. they don't like, like technically their brains aren't considered brains because they're so small. So I don't think your warning. I'm worked. sorry. Are you a scientist or a priest? Uh, yes, I, I'm Victor Frankel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so um, your penance is. Uh, to go to anger management classes, um, and okay. is to join PETA, uh, the organization PETA. I'd like you to to uh, to join them so that you can learn to protect all of God's creatures as we were commanded in the beginning of the Book of Genesis. Thank you for not letting. Thank you for not mandating that I go and remove the squirrel from the tree. Oh no no no! It's fine. Kids have to learn sometime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your turn. All right, last one for the day. This is how we're closing the show. All right. Uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Um, one of your brother priests is is one of my best friends and is a uh, 
uh, we play video games together, and he's a, a co- be more specific he's a co-host on my podcast. Be more specific. Uh, uh, his name <laughs> is Father Tony Shirep. Father mm-hmm. Tony Shirep mm-hmm. is a, is a really good friend of mine, and uh, I I you know I've become good friends with him, but I've realized that. Um, over the years, I have uh, begun to disrespect the priesthood because I've begun to, uh, you know, just see him as a friend and not a priest. So uh, th- there's a list of things that I uh, that I would do to all of my friends. I've been sarcastic with him. I've I've made fun of him. I've uh, you know publicly humiliated him. But what I've re- realized recently is that because he's a priest, out of you know, in that context, I have berated a priest. I have humiliated a priest. I have made fun of a priest publicly, and I know that that is a severe sin. So for these and all of my sins, I'm almost sorry. Wow, that got very specific, and I think you're being serious. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the best penance of your life, my son. What you need to do is you need to tell your wife that you are Don't going you bring to bring my wife into this. <laughs> you are going to become a deacon. Oh God, no! And you are going to follow the canon law that says that you will practice continence as a deacon. Does that mean I'm, uh, I I can't poop? It's happening. Nope. Nope. (laughs) The one thing that's better than that you can't do ever again. And then, and only then my son, will you be forgiven of your sins? Yeah. I'm leaving the church. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So this is a silly game. We hope that you enjoyed it. But literally, the whole point of this game is a reminder for all of us to go to confession, make a good confession. Don't act like any of the jabronis in this last segment here that we just did. Uh, go make an honest confession. Uh, the priests, uh, most, most, almost every confession I've been, they are literally just like, you know, thank God. Thank God for his mercy. It's good that you're here. It's good that you came to be reconciled with God. So silly examples, but... Um, Head on over to, to to your local confessional whenever you can. The priest will give you much better advice and much better penances than we gave each other today. Uh, any final thoughts, Jonathan? No, but uh, there was a lot of discourse lately on the Twitter about confession. And so we, we were not mocking any of that. There are some people who've had some bad experiences with confession. Um, make sure that you go some so go somewhere where the priest is actually in the person of Christ and is treating you with love and mercy uh, because they're out there and they're awesome. And go to confession. It's a good. It's, it's good for your soul. For sure. Do it. Go to confession. That's our show. That's Jonathan Lene Blevins. I am Taylor Schroll. This is Forte Catholic. I'll be back next week. See ya. See ya. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate uh, not only that you listened today, but uh, all of you who have subscribed over the years. We recently celebrated our fifth anniversary of the show. Um, everybody that wished me a happy birthday, thank you guys so much. It means a ton. For all of you that have already donated, I forgot to mention this at the beginning, we're, we, we've already gotten about 70% of the donations that we need to buy this new editing computer. So thank you guys so much for donating. Um, also, the other birthday gift that you can give me is not only to subscribe, because you do that anyway, but share this episode with a friend. If you enjoyed it, if you think that somebody would enjoy our conversation about business, about busyness, about the burning bush, or if you think someone would really like our silly game <laughs> with punishment, punishment fits the crime would you like hit that share button 
in, in YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Share it to your social media. Send it to that one friend who you think this would be good for. Like, this isn't just a show for, like, people who are, like, inside Catholics. Like, we want people to, to hear this that are, like, on the fringes of the church or even outside of the church. Hopefully, it's just a, a place where people can ex- have a good experience within Catholicism. You guys rock. I will be back next week. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>